a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down. The medicine go down in the most delightful way. <laughs> I'm the boogeyman and I'm coming to get you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it's 10 minutes with the boogeyman. What is going on, man? What is going on? Uh, fucking Dario stealing the show now. Dario has stole no. the show. He calls the shots. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't blame him. Uh, I think, uh, you know, these young hungry lions are up and coming, right? Fucking let them eat. Well, the, the uh, segment of the year for 2018 is going to be an interesting poll this year, I think. <laughs> well, you know, you never know when my bipolar is going to kick in, so fucking... <laughs> Anything can happen for sure. Yeah. Well, it's been it's been pretty quiet, man. We've been trying to do some stuff on the interwebs, but it's quiet. <laughs> yeah, it's funny when you get the fights you want, you just get to like fucking train. And you know what? He he's he's talked a little bit of shit. He called me out, telling me he trains three times a day and all this bullshit. I'm like, dude, I've been doing that since I was fucking thirteen. I don't know, I don't know who you're trying to impress, but uh, uh, yeah, it's it's serious business. You know, I talked to Rich and. He's like, man, just stay focused. That's why I moved up to Parksville. I'm staying in a little uh, bungalow hotel. It's nice. Probably the nicest place in the world to do a training camp. Um, you know, I get to run right on the beach and then jump in the ocean after and do my little recovery and just get to eat. And uh, my meal prep dropped off yesterday. Uh, the girl was kind enough to drive all the way up here and brought me off some meals. So. Nice. Yeah, it was good, man. It's, uh, it's, been quite, uh, it's been quite intense, I'll say that. Well, that's good though. Did you so you got yourself like a little house thing there? Yeah, it's just like it's Barksville, man. So it's it's like tourist city. So I just got like a little motel. Uh, it's like two minutes from the beach, but it's a bungalow, so it's private. I don't have like a bunch of you know fucking mutants walking by, giving me the looky loo in my door. It's there's nobody around. It's perfect. You might never leave. Ah, uh, yeah, there's a good chance I could stay here. You know. Um, you know, staying in fight camp, I think uh, this has been a big, big benefit for me because, you know, usually i got to work full-time and, uh, you know, running errands and do, doing everything that i got to do, you know, outside the scenes. A lot of people don't realize, like, you know, like Rich is my manager and, uh, and my coach and my trainer and I have a promoter, but all the day-to-day stuff like sponsorship, uh, you know, finances, purchasing, training gear, uh, booking appointments, like I do all, all that myself and, uh and, you know, it, it eats up a lot of time. And so, you know, being able to just be focused, I do my run in the morning and then I eat, I rest for a little bit, I go train again, eat, rest a little bit. Like, just the eating on food purchase alone is, is you know, pretty extensive. So, you know, I get to live uh, the life of a fighter, and uh, and I think that's that's the way it should be. You know, the guys that I'm fighting, they're not fucking working, I know that. Well, you got to live like that. If you, if you don't, then you get soft like Simon. Yeah, he's talking fucking shit, man. He's got a fucking Uncle Camille 
writing him a check every week so he gets to live that comfortable life. You know, I got to rely on my friends and, uh, you know, my networking skills to get, uh, to get finance for my training camp. This is the first time I've gone into training camp, uh, and, you know, um, not had to take out a loan. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I'm lucky I have family and friends who do support me and, uh, and, you know, sponsors and just different people, you know, like friends buy me gloves, just ordered some new gloves and, you know, my cousin at uh, Huber House Timber Frame. So if anybody needs a uh, timber frame house, check out my cousin, Kerry Hubert. He he just bought me some new gloves and uh, a bunch of new training gear so I can not wear soggy soggy gloves every day. What kind of gloves did he get you? Winnings again? Uh, well, I ordered some winnings. Uh, another friend of mine bought the winnings, and then I'm, I'm ordering the new Lomo Rival Guerreras. Um, oh. They uh, rival hooked me up with a discount. And uh, so I ordered uh, the new Guerreros. They got a Mexican-style glove. I like them for the fight glove. They're my favorite fight glove, to be honest with you. Um, and I'm looking forward to trying out the 16s for sparring and pads and stuff. But usually, like, Rich Rich said, he's like, it'll last, you know, four times as long having three sets of gloves, rotating them every day because, like, uh, one pair of gloves, the way that we're training is just, like, they're, they're soggy. I had to bring up three pairs of boots and, uh, and order two pairs of gloves. That's a, I have a I have a pair for pads in the bag, and then I have a pair for sparring. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's probably the best. I just like once I'm taped up because like I tape my hands, tape up the laces. Like once they're on, it's kind of just whatever we're doing. Like last night, I did twelve rounds on the pads and then ten on the bag, and it's like it wasn't time to like change gloves, so I just rotate them every day, yeah. and uh, that seems to seems to do the trick. Because I, I was at the gym last night, it was sparring night, so before that I did bag work. So I had my yeah. bag gloves on, then took them off, and then, then got my lace-ups on and got them taped on. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, if I, if I spar, yeah, I have a different set of gloves for sparring. Well, it depends who we're sparring. Yeah, well, it depends. <laughs> but yeah, I, it really depends. Usually we're on, uh, we're on friendly terms, but, you know, sometimes we're not. And, uh, so, you know, we go on and do things a little bit differently. Oh, if it's got to get yeah. real, it gets real quick. Exactly. Yeah. So we're we're actually looking at flying sparring partners up. I'm gonna go uh, talk to one of my sponsors to try to get some flights up here for some guys from the states for sparring and uh, nice. And uh, yeah, should be interesting. It's been a big learning experience. Like Uncle Ron used to always shit talk me uh, back when I was training with him. He said I didn't know how to train for real. I don't know what I'm doing. And, like, <laughs> I don't know how hard things are supposed to be. And you know what? He's fucking right. I, uh, you know, I ran 10K yesterday, and then I go row 6,000 meters, and then, you know, then we hit the gym at night. It's, it's, there's no, like, by the end of the night, I'm just uh, exhausted, and, you know, like, that's the way things got to be, and, uh, you know, everything's got to be right on point, my man. So you, you and I, we kind of keep a similar schedule. Like, I, I like to run in the morning and get it out of the way because I fucking hate it. Yeah. Well, you can't let the day get in the way of your run. No. It's pretty easy for you to get sidetracked and, you know, start doing other shit when, uh, oh, when you got a busy life. I know you got kids and, you know, a wife, so your life's a lot busier than mine, and I find it hard to sometimes squeeze my run in. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get up and do things while everybody else is sleeping to fit those things in. So I'm up at five, and I'm out the door at about five after five for five miles. Yeah. And then I come home. Yeah. And then I get the kid off to school, my wife goes to work, and then I go to the gym, and I do cardio there, too. Right on. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. What's your weight at right now? 212. Taking on all comers? <laughs> right off. 212. We're sitting, we're sitting pretty at 212. I like that because I can hit the cruiserweight mark, or I can go 
I could pack on some muscle and go go to heavyweight if I if I really needed to. Hey, your boy Bossy is fighting uh, Pascal. Yeah, he can keep running. <laughs> There's one idea. Now he he blocked me on all, all social media. Uh, standard move back east, from what I hear. I have I have no way of contacting him unless I call his wife. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I've been I haven't really got as much hate mail lately. I think everybody's pretty satisfied that I'm fighting Simon. I haven't got a whole lot of trolls lately. I did get uh, a pretty funny message on Facebook. Some lady said that she cheated on me on her husband <laughs> with me in her dreams. And then I all of a sudden, all these people are reposting. I was like, who the fuck is this? Who says this shit? Cracked me up, man. I was like, Jesus. Well, you did post an amazing picture of you as a young child. Yeah, I got a big head, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I still have the exact same size head, and it still looks unproportionate right now. <laughs> Dario <laughs> said that you looked like Grendel from the movie Beowulf. Fucking Grendel? What? <laughs> oh my god. It took me a second. He called me fucking Grendel? <clears throat> That's Holy why I posted shit. that picture. Oh my god, this motherfucker. I'm going to text him right now while we're on the fucking podcast. <laughs> fucking darn. I'm going to hit him real hard, man. He's getting fucking trolled all day. <laughs> he called you Grendel from Beowulf. Fucking Grendel? <laughs> fucking Grendel. That fucking shrieky weird thing with the messed up ears? Yeah. Oh my god, fucking Grendel! Hey, yeah, well, this fucking guy. I gotta pay closer attention to this guy. He's been like, yeah, he's been. You know what? I don't know if we can trust him. He was he was trying to get closer to me yesterday, and then I find out the the inside information. He's shit talking me. Well, you got to listen to the Super Mario Dario minute on the Spice of Life podcast. That's where he shit talks you. Yeah, I'm gonna get on that. <laughs> fucking right. You you know what? I'm going to make a post. I'm going to get some dick pics sent his way. Uh, I don't know. Like, you posted the dick pic thing for Luke last week. I don't actually know if he got dick pics because I don't think he'd tell us. No, I think it's building momentum. The movement's building momentum. Cause, uh, I've been getting a lot more messages, and they're kind of like, are you serious? And I said, 100% I'm serious. Yeah, send dick pics. Yeah, I was like, he wants all the dick pics, and they're kind of like, okay. Okay, so i seen one today. Who is a fish karma? Oh, uh, that's Dario's buddy. So you know what? I I I feel stupid because I I misdirected. I misdirected uh, uh, the dick pics. I should have just sent them right to Dario. I was unaware that uh, he'd been saying these types of things. Wait, is that Anthony? <laughs> yeah, Anthony Chiapetta. Yeah, uh, little bastard. <laughs> yeah, send dick pics to Anthony, please. Everybody, send dick pics to him because he's notorious for sending dick pics out. Yeah, he's been. A, he's actually a convicted cyberbully. Shut up, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually literally a convicted cyberbully. That's the greatest thing ever. How do you what? Like, uh, do you go to jail for that? I think he did. I think he did a little time. I think he did like six months and had to pay some fines. Oh my god! What do you do? I would assume. I could only assume what was done. I haven't got the full story. Yeah, from anybody, it, it seems like people aren't willing to talk about it. I think, uh, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those, we'll have to make like a, a made-for-TV movie about it, I would think. It's, it's, there's that many twists and turns. But I have a feeling like, uh, you know, he was, he was probably pressuring people, you know, self-harm, things like that. But, uh, but like I said, I can only imagine. Well, I'm surprised Bruno didn't go to jail then. 
Who's Bruno cyberbullying? He cyberbullied Kim Kardashian. He called her a fat whore. Yeah. And then got kicked off of Twitter for a month or so. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, lo- uh, I love it. I love it, man. I love it. So, so when are you flying out to uh, Montreal? I booked my flight yesterday. I will be rolling in there on the 13th at 6.49 p.m. Perfect. Fuck, you're there for a while. This is going to be good. Yeah, we're rolling into Montreal. We're going to stay. I don't know what your itinerary is yet. Mr. Lestage has not sent that to me, but you said he would. But uh, Yeah, he, yeah. I don't think we have it just yet. So I'll uh, I'll keep you posted. He's, uh, he's working hard. We're fighting for the WBC francophone now, too. What the fuck is a francophone? Uh, it's a new belt they made. It's just for all the, the French colonies. Like, um, I, I think France, Senegal, you know, just anywhere anywhere that's a, a, a predominantly French-speaking country. So it, it does lead up into the actual WBC. Like, there's intercontinental North American. It just depends on who's sanctioning. So the Francophones have uh, sanctioned their own WBC belt, so it'll put me in the rankings for the actual WBC. That's cool. So it's kind of like the WBC Asia title and, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Right? They're just the Francophones that uh, sanction their own now. So I think it's cool. I support the, the French-speaking community. I like it. It's a green belt. Yeah, I'll fight for them. No problem. Yeah, perfect. And you're not even French and you're going to win their title. It's amazing. Yeah, i got to bring a translator with me. He's teaching me some French. You should let me translate. Yeah. <laughs> we got a real one. She's Yeah, she's pretty good. You got a real translator? Yeah, I'm bringing a real translator, yeah. I've organized it. I can't. Oh, I got something in the mail today from our photographer uh, friend, Helena. Or Helena. Oh, yeah, what did she send? She sent a picture of us? She sent the Boogeyman book to me. Oh, that's fucking dope. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, she's dope. She's awesome, man. Support her uh, artwork. Yeah, so we're, we're going to send her out some uh, some Boogeyman shirts and probably a hat or something. I think we'll, I think I'm going to do that. Perfect. It, uh, that book is fucking cool. I'm into it. There's only two of them ever made. Perfect. You have Pretty one. sweet. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple of requests for the hat. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to hit you up after. I'm getting requests for the hat. What I want is I want ten solid orders. Perfect. I'll uh, I'll start redirecting them your way. I want 10 solid ones so then we can we can farm those out, we can get them gone, and then I can load up for Montreal. Perfect. Let's do it. And then we're going to bring we'll, we'll bring some gear out there, I think. I don't know what you want to do for t-shirts. Are you going to are you going to do the ATB ones? I don't know. I don't know yet. I'll uh, I'll figure that out. I still got some of those printed up that I'll bring you and then uh, yeah, we'll just kind of we'll see what happens. Now, can you explain to everybody what ATB stands for? Oh, it's uh, Adam, true champion, Braidwood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's top secret. Nobody knows what the T stands for. We can't, we can't, uh, we can't disclose yeah, that on the show. No, I can't come out publicly with the T. No, it's, it's very personal. Yeah, no, that's private. That's private information. Um, <laughs> so Dario, Dario's got a, a girlfriend now. Her name is Sarah. Oh, fuck. Here we go. And uh, she creeps me out a little bit. She what? She creeps me out a lot. She does? Yeah, like I'll be texting with Dario, and then he'll be texting, and then he'll snap a photo when she's like looking at his text messages over his shoulder. Well, that's smart. Uh, that's probably standard operation for girls with Dario. 
Yeah, I just yeah, I just give the chicks my password to my phone. I go, look, whatever you see, that's your fault. You know, I'm not looking for it. <laughs> well, it's, 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 honesty is the best policy, right? Yeah, of course. It's just like here, I'm really fucked up, <laughs> and I got I got a lot of fucking problems. I get a lot of weird messages. Take a look, figure it out for yourself. I get the, I get some of the best text messages and DMs like ever of anyone. Like I almost like I check my shit so much because it's just like fucking boom. There's a prize. Boom. There's a prize. There's a prize. It's fucking priceless. Some of the shit that I get, I fucking love it. Like, are you able to post any of these things or are they private? Oh fuck no 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 no. No, I delete them from myself after I see it. So I don't like, I can't go back. Like, I forget their names. I can't go back down Pandora's box. Like, it's just like, it's like fucking Jacob's Ladder manages. They never saw it. <laughs> fucking priceless. I love it. <laughs> I, I feel that you're in between your DMs and your social media. It's pretty entertaining. Oh, man. Like, I haven't even turned on a TV in fucking since I started Instagram, really. Really? Yeah, man, I haven't, like, why? Why bother? So, I'm going to run something by you here. I got a new computer yesterday. Oh, fuck. And, and I got, a, it's a it's a Mac, it's an iMac. Yeah. So, I know that you have an iPhone. Yeah. So, I could FaceTime you from the computer. Yeah. And yeah, re- you can do that, yeah. And record it. Yeah. So maybe we'll try that one day. Or could we have multiple people on FaceTime? Yeah, my buddy uh, runs a podcast. He just said to download Zoom. He said Zoom's the best thing. Zoom's the best, eh? Yeah, he's he's a fucking an actual smart person. Yeah, I'm not very smart with this stuff. I just kind of wing it and try to figure yeah. it out on the fly. But like, Fuck, I don't know. I don't know how I get through each day. This fucking I swear to God, this computer could let off bombs in Japan if it oh. wanted to. All I'm hoping is I'm trying to get something out of my car right now, and I'm in my fucking underwear. Uh oh. And I'm just hoping the door doesn't close behind me. That's like my number one goal right now. Oh. <laughs> then you'd be stuck outside in your underwear. I did hit my head on the planner a second ago. That was. So, do you know what day you fly out to go to to the Quebecs? I have no idea, man. I missed my flight last time. Somebody usually organizes this for me. I I don't know. I think I'm going out there a week in week in advance, but we're gonna be in seclusion, so I feel like I feel like I, I think you're leaving on the Monday. No. No, no that doesn't sound right. I think Uh oh. He's, he's back. I think we're leaving a week in advance. A week in advance, okay. Yeah. So, so I know that you guys are gonna be fairly secluded from everybody. Yeah, but not you. Well, not I mean, me. Everybody else. No. Oh, my phone will be fucking taken away from me for sure. We're leaving Luke Spicer out of it too. Oh, yeah. Don't tell him where we're at. We're going to drop him off with Bruno, I think. His DM should be interesting by now. It should be full of dick pics. I ho- <laughs> Somebody told me you got a picture of a dog's penis. Yeah, that was my friend. That was awesome. <laughs> he denies it, though. No, it's there. It's yeah. They sent a dog dick pic, like right to his Instagram DMs. Yeah, straight up. Oh, we did. Uh, we did put out a thing for that Jelena Heather Hardy thing. I got. I got one message from Heather Hardy. Oh, she responded. What did she say? She just gave me the middle finger. Oh fuck! At least she responded. That's rude. 
she didn't respond to me. Nothing. I gotta fucking DM her right now. Yeah, DM her and be like, what the hell? Yeah, I'm gonna be like, fuck, what's up, man? You don't fucking respond to my DMs? <laughs> Realistically, uh, it's a good fight for Jelena. Yeah. Like, she'd probably be like, oh, Jelena would fucking pound her. What's yeah. up? Who'd you, you just don't say? respond to my DMs? <laughs> Nobody. Everybody responds to my fucking DMs. Well, not everybody. I've been denied quite a few times. I hate it when they read it and then don't respond. I hate that. Because you can see it on Instagram and like Facebook. And if people are stupid and they don't turn their thing off on their iPhone. Yeah. I hate that. Drives me nuts. Yeah. And then I write them back a real rude message like, go fuck yourself. I just delete it and pretend like it didn't happen. I can't. I can't deal with it. Oh, I've got some new. I got some interesting news for you, but I can't tell you on the podcast because it's legal. But it's gonna be. Mean? It's gonna be fun. All right. I like. I like fun. No, we get. We get the fuck with somebody in a in a real legal way with lawyers yeah. and stuff. That all right. Let's do it. It's somebody that's been fucking with with us. Oh, that guy. Yeah. So we, we can uh, get the hell off of this right now, and I'll tell you about it, because we're at 20 minutes. We Not like last week. We were actually 10 minutes, which is fucking rude. Yeah, let's do it. But that's 10 minutes with the boogeyman. All right. Peace out. This is Jelena Marjanovic, eight-time world champion, and you are listening to the Spice of Life podcast. Welcome to the Spice of Life podcast, featuring Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. Two talented fighters discussing life, fighting, work, family, balance, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for your fill of laughs. Now, here's your hosts, Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. All right, guys, welcome back to the Spice Life Podcast. Today, the podcast is brought to you by Buds and Leaves. Get the smile spray. Don't fuck around. Makes you feel good at night. Get yourself a Buddha stick. Buddha stick's nice. As I said last time we were on the show, it's a lubricant, which it is not. I lied. <laughs> Those www.budsandleaves.com or on Instagram at Buds and Leaves. Uh, Luke, who else we got? Uh, like always, you can head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash spice and get yourself two free ebooks as well as a 30 day subscription to audibletrial or audible.com. Listen to some ebooks. And uh, go from there. What about your boots, Tanner? We got the Box Runner boots. These guys give me my boots for boxing. They're fantastic. You can also use them to train outside. They're an indoor-outdoor trainer. You can also compete in them. They're super lightweight. They're just as light as the Nike Hyper KOs. They come up a little higher, but they have excellent ankle support. Um, a couple weeks ago, a gentleman that was competing actually broke his ankle on a pivot. He should have been wearing fucking box runner shoes and not being a retard. Yeah. Uh, we're also hey. brought to you by Monster Headphones, the best headphones in the business. The Duke's got the ROCs. Oh, fucking Roman doesn't have uh, Monster Headphones Locking on. Fucking Roman. Today on the podcast, <laughs> we got Coach Roman. He does not have Monster Headphones. I got the Monster Clarities because I run this bitch and I need to hear everything that's going on. Uh, as we already said, we've got... Uh, I'm still going to call him coach. I don't give a shit. Uh, he's one of my many boxing coaches that I've had over the years. Uh, he's also helped Luke out, which didn't help very much because he retired anyway. But, Fuck uh, you. <laughs> he's back Well, competing. then you say his name then. Let's see if you can get it right then. It's Roman Shabkovsky. 
Ah, that's actually better than the announcer who did yeah. it for my last fight. Yeah. So say I should do the announcing now. That's, I can announce you. Zhukovsky. Zhukovsky. So about a year ago, there was a video that came out of Roman. He was stripping in the parking lot. Um, just letting everybody know he's not actually a stripper. Not yet. Not yet. No. Maybe in the future at some point <laughs> he might be a stripper. But uh, he's back competing in amateur boxing, and he's got some stuff coming up with the Golden Gloves, right? Yes, sir. Got it coming up next weekend. Um, yeah, had a fight just a few weekends ago just to see where I'm at compared to everybody else. I have been in the process of cutting weight, so I do believe I could probably fit in those pants again. That's what I was trying to see where they're located. Back down to 167 as of today. So a nice. few more pounds, and I'll be at 165. But, yeah, I fought a guy in the light heavy division for my last one up in Calgary at the Grizzly Cage. Tough opponent. He had the, the weight, the height. Um, he was more active than me, of course. It was my first fight back in four years. I did win that unanimously. It was I did my best to fight smart. I had two really good cornermen in there, Cam O'Connell, and, of course, the godfather of boxing and Red Deer, Rob Carswell. Stop hitting the deck. Yeah. Jeez. Well, we did, I didn't see the fight. Is it recorded somewhere? Do we have a video? Um, no, there is actually no recordings. We are trying in the process of trying to get some. There is one person I have been told who has have it, but it's of the opposing team. So oh. trying to get that from him before going the gloves is going to be a bit of a challenge. So will this gentleman that you competed against be competing in the Golden Gloves as well? I hope so, but he his structure will he won't be in the middleweight division. No. He'll be in the light heavyweight division for sure. Huh. So what I want to know is, because a little while ago, you had no, you weren't going to compete. You were just going to coach. No. What the fuck? You shaved your beard and got all weird. <laughs> Actually, to be very honest, the reason I'm stepping back into the ring, as you guys are aware, I've been part of that uh, Parkinson program, the Dopamine Gym. And we are coming up on our second year birthday here in July. To be honest, the reason I'm stepping back into the ring is, pure inspiration from those guys um at the end of every fight every time we talk about our amateur guys our fun box our even camera call for the professional aspect they're always asking when are you going to step back in when are you going to step back in uh hearing that golden gloves the tournament's going to be here in red deer hey why not i figured step in there as pure inspiration from these guys it's so earlier this year it was 200 pounds and as of today 167 so I've been hustling, bustling, doing everything I could to get back into shape, eating right. I've even done that apple cider vinegar shit, and it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Wait, are you mixing in the turmeric in with the apple cider vinegar too? Yes, oh, but I'm doing it with the uh, mango. Mango, I found oh. at least does a little bit of like neutralizing on it. Because I, I, I did, I was doing those apple cider vinegar shots, and then one night it just didn't agree with me. <laughs> And I puked it up all over the place. It was the most disgusting. Yep. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, it reminds me of. I was I just gonna say, it reminds me of hangover puke. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'd be puke when you drink something, they never want to drink it again. So that makes sense too. But I did that too, but I never ever got sick. I actually enjoyed the taste of it. It it, it the wonders what it does for your body. I've lost so much fat because of it, and in the tough areas on the sides. But fuck, it's ruthless. It just. Oh, it's I never gross. had the tumor. Oh, you didn't put the turmeric in it? That makes it even worse. What do you worse. do then? What's the turmeric? Just powder. 
Yeah, yeah, I know what turmeric is, but so then what do you do? Like a teaspoon of turmeric and a couple ounces of vinegar and down the hatch or what? I mix mine. I always mix mine. Yeah. I can't do it straight. Mix it with what? A mango juice. Oh. So I, I had like one of those. You remember back in the day you could get those A&W little shot glasses? Yeah. I said that I have one of those, so I'd put uh, the apple cider vinegar in there. I'd actually put organic lemon juice in it too and then the turmeric. But oh, it's fucking terrible. So it gross. Is. <laughs> Just to put the apple cider vinegar in, when I was doing it before, I put it in with like a few ounces of water and then just di- mm-hmm. dilute it a bit and then yeah. down the hat. Right. I still can't. Do you do it on an empty stomach, Roman? In the mornings, I do, and it hurts. Like, it, it, it doesn't hurt. I can feel it. It burns. And it, it burns. It's unpleasant at first, but honestly, throughout the day, I feel great. Luke? Since taking it, as soon as I start doing any type of uh, activity, I, it honestly feels like a faucet is turned on top of my head, and I just start pouring out the sweat. Bro, I can't see. Yeah, I can tell you, you pour out the sweat. I'm sorry, man. I just came back from sparring. Fucking stinks right now. Well, we just can, finished sparring. You said right. Yeah. We can leave Luke out of the screen, and Roman just can come in because right now I can see half. No, of no, 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 he's staying with. <laughs> so you were spar- I seen you were sparring last night too. Somebody posted, oh, somebody posted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was sparred with Cam and with Stephanie. So Stephanie's getting ready for her show, uh, which is happening next weekend as well. I'd oh. love to be there to corner her for that one with Gary Vig, but uh, it's going to be kind of tough when I'm going to be competing that night in Red Deer. And, yeah, Cameron came in. Always. <sighs> Cam's just on another level. That's all I can say. I'm feeling it today still. <laughs> Uh, Stephanie, last night. Yeah. Stephanie's competing at that WWE knockoff promotion, right? The what's the what's their name? Takata. Yeah, that's it. Not good for her. She can, hopefully she wins the WWF title or whatever they got going on over there. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. I know uh she is gonna be fighting a Mexican girl, so well, it's fucking she... not a surprise. Yeah. But I'm hoping the best, like, she's doing really well. She is doing really well for her boxing skills have really improved. That's good. She's not bouncing around like Lomachenko anymore? No. Thank she's, you. She's Fuck. actually setting in her punches. She's moving very nice. Thank God. That's good. Well, good for her. Hopefully she does well at that. I'm more interested in this Golden Gloves nonsense you got going on. Is it, we, are, Can we watch it? I want yeah, to see you fuck somebody up. I'm going to do my best. I... I've been training my best for this, uh, training as smart as I possibly can for this. But as you know, amateur is very difficult to land a hard shot to drop somebody with a head shot, body shot. Everything has to be timed so well. Yeah. I don't know if I have that caliper just yet. It, I am still getting back into it. I am putting everything onto the into this fight. So win or lose, I'm leaving everything in. There's no if losing. I lose, no losing. No, no, but... I, I, I am being honest. Like there are, there is good caliber boxers out there. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to rob them of that. There's a lot of people out there who can easily beat me, and everyone has their night. Absolutely, but I'm going to go in there and leave everything, have fun. If I win, I win. Well, the biggest point of it all is just to have fun, right? Like hundred percent. This for me, it's still amateur. Um, if this was a professional, way different mentality. But I want to. As I coach with the kids, I always want them to know it's fun. It's fun. Like yeah. So if I'm going in there with a professional mentality, defeats what I'm trying to teach them. Dude, now, we, 
we have a new uh, we have a new feature on the podcast here where we have a musical instrument that we play. So I feel that if you don't win, you have to come back on the show and play the musical no, instrument. <laughs> That's a, that's a good deal, right? Would you he commit ha- to that? What the fuck's the mu- musical instrument? Yeah, he has, you, a, he you... has to play it now. No. But he probably won't play it now. But if we can get him to say, yes, he'll play the instrument if he loses, that'll be the most... Well, then I'll show him. Then, that'll be <laughs> then I'll show him. I don't want to know to what this win. instrument is. He's not going to shove it in his mouth as soon as he sees it. Trust me. No, fuck no. I know. But you got it. So, so if you lose, you have to play the instrument. Will you commit to that? I'll commit to looking at the instrument before yes. putting it in my mouth. Get him to play it now. <laughs> play oh, it now. Fuck that. Play, play the instrument. Play it now. Come on. It's from Mexico. It's a, it's. Come on. Play it. Look, it's a nope. flute, man. You just, you just put on the end. And I just watched the video of a and then you, do, 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 chick do, do, rubbing do. a guy or dildo on a guy's mouth as he's getting like a, his beard shaved off or something. The guy, the barber runs away. And as she's putting on the lotion to like... Whatever she turns on a vibrator and the guy's blind. I fucking went downhill real quick. <laughs> I just did a joke and he's telling us about watching dildo videos. So on fucking Facebook. Jesus. Wow. Hey, did you guys see the video on Facebook of the lady that takes a shit in the store shit. and then throws it at the person? <laughs> no, I refuse to click on. Oh that. my god, so disgusting! And then she like wipes her hands with the with the towels and throws that them at the person too. Fucking <laughs> uh, gross. Like because like, they got her wow. order wrong. Is she literally leans against the counter, yeah. takes a dump, reaches down, picks it up, and hucks it at the person. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's how I know we're derived from fucking apes. Oh, shit, <laughs> fucking yeah. monkeys do that shit. Yeah. So, that, is, that is true. You guys want to see something I got in the mail today? Of course. Nice. Oh, the book from... Yeah, we'll do story time, even though there's no words here. So we got we'll want you like she she put all her good shots of the boogeyman into a book. It's pretty cool though. It goes on and on. There's, this is the same book that, that Jelena showed us in um uh, Edmonton, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. She just sent it to me in the mail, so that was cool. So thank you to her. She's like, she's one of the best photographers they got at that fucking place. So she needs to. Yeah, I think they we're pronouncing her name Helena though, not Jelena. Helena. 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 She's funny. She's funny. Yes, and and she's. She's slightly scary too sometimes when she's mad. Like, I don't want to make her mad. Like, that time when we were cheering at the show when we were supposed to just be pressed, and she's like, Would you yeah. two shut the fuck up? Like, you're not supposed to be cheering when you're sitting here. I'm like, We're the best seats in the house for our friends. For What do you mean we're not allowed to cheer? She's like, You're pressed. It's, like, it's common ah. knowledge, though, that we're there to fuck around. <laughs> that that's is what true. Said. Yeah. We do all of our press beforehand. They go and take shots, and that's it, and post them after. Our work's done already. We're there to enjoy the fight to that point. I can't wait for Quebec. That's going to be a good show. I'm excited that we get to see E.T. fight there as well. Like, there's three guys we know on that show that we're going to be cheering for, which is awesome. I don't care about that. I I just want to see Tiffany. Simon Keane, that's his new name, is Tiffany. I've renamed him. His name's Tiffany now. That's what we're calling him. Well, I'm excited to see him. Was that a musical artist from the 90s, Tiffany, or am I like... like? There's Monica. 
Correct. Um, actually, the same person that sent me the book, Helena, sent me a nice meme yesterday, and I forgot to post it, so hopefully I can still get it. But uh, she she put the, she put the music person too. She she memed it right up. But uh, Roman, hmm. tell me what the fuck is going on down at the Red Deer Boxing Club and what you are feeding those small kids there. Why is that? Well, we had uh, a guy from my club here, um, Jackson, competed against Brody. Okay. <laughs> a little while. It was a good fight, though. I, I have it on yep. video. It was a good fight. But uh, Brody's looking good, man. All those all the kids are looking good. They, they're having fun. That, and that's the thing. It's not a chore for them to come down to the boxing club. They're all having fun. They look forward to coming there. It's a the community for these guys now. Yeah. So they're on on a path that all they do at the club is try to one up each other. And now for sparring, we ask them straight up. Like before a sparring session goes in, I'll go to each corner. What are you gonna work on today? What are you gonna work on? And that's what they have to work on. If it's a jab, they're gonna work on just straightly the jab for that round. Slipping, strictly slipping. Countering, they have to. They have to have something. If they don't have anything, I tell them what they'll have to work on. And it's they're still having fun. Like as that's much fun. as we have fun, we still discipline the kids and the kids love the discipline. Are you saying that you spank the kids that are in there? No, we hit them. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real reason Roman's back boxing now, so that he can smack kids around. But uh we Jackson, our our guy Jackson, he's only ten, but he has got the world's worst case of ADHD. <laughs> Like before, like I, so I'm a I'm a amateur certified boxing coach now. So nice. I, I work Level with one. the kids, and I, I do their footwork and stuff like that. So that's what I like. I like to I like to break that shit down. But uh, so Jackson, before he fights, we actually put him through a fight before he fights on the pads because oh. he can't focus unless he's like half tired. Really. But if he's half tired. Look the That's fuck out. Expected. Look out. Because he's coming. He's going to take somebody's head off. He hits hard and he's fast. He's a southpaw too, which is tricky. So Yeah, southpaws. We want a rematch. Oh, probably will happen. Oh, yeah, it'll happen. I'm showing, up to, I'm showing up to the next one, though. We're teaching these kids not to, I don't know, not to be divas. Like, is I, that still a fun box that those kids would have done then? Yeah, that was a fun box. I think now they may have changed. I didn't participate in the last AGM, unfortunately, but I think they may have to. They are decisions now, so they will no longer be fun box. Is that just in Alberta, though? I don't know if they changed that here in Saskatchewan. I might. I believe that might just be in Alberta. Okay. Because I know one of the kids came to me on Tuesday, and he's like, "I get decisions now." It's like, sweet. And you can already see the the change for his training. That's well, good. At least he's got a. At least there's something to look forward to now. There's oh, a winner was, and a loser. It was little Logan, actually. Oh really? Yep. I thought he already yeah. got wins and losses. No. Nope. Oh. Now he gets wins and losses. Who? I know that's just because he was old enough. I think he's ten now. Yeah, here you got to be twelve. Oh, it is a twelve there. Yeah. Okay. But here's what the I like watching Everything the kids. They're fucking funny. Gotcha. They're. The kids are amazing. The, the next generation of boxing is going to be so entertaining. Like these kids have balance, they have slipping, they have timing, they have patience. We still love to go in there and slug like 
that's where I'm struggling right now is as soon as I, as soon as that bell goes, I went from a coaching attitude to more, let's be aggressive. And then I don't understand that. So these kids are actually in there with patience. Well, bro, when you do tend to usually like slip into overhand rights and left hooks a lot. <laughs> so I can understand your wish to actually want to go and slug it out because if you get caught on the chin with one of those, it's going to suck. Oh, fuck, especially with your weight. <laughs> <laughs> he acts like he's like the lightweight or whatever. But he's the, one, the two punches he catches me with, I'll never live that down. <laughs> Like, I remember boxing with Cam O'Connell, and Cam's doing all this flurry, and then he walks away with a bleeding nose. I'm like, congratulations, you made a guy bleed that's 100 pounds lighter than When you. I was 200 and I sparred Cam, I enjoyed it because I could push him around with my body weight. Yeah. Now that I'm a 160, like 170, fuck, the, the goodbye pushing around, He, I can't. I can't. I can back him up a little bit, but then he'll spring forward and just come back with a flurry of punches. It's the pure volume of nonsense that he's putting out. Like, stop throwing punches for a minute, please. Cat played the flute. Oh, fuck. Did he really? Yeah, I can't believe you won't no. do it. He played it. He's like, oh, man, as long as you get Roman to do it, I said, I'll try. But, yeah, so he's going to have that over you. He's that actually dirty. He's a team player. It's not dirty. We wipe it down every time. It's Just brown play. for a reason, Roman. Just play. No, I'm not playing it. Come on, no, man. I'm not playing it. <laughs> He's definitely not going to play when he's being video recorded. You <laughs> <laughs> have to be half a retard to do that. <laughs> what are you funny. saying? I'm saying that he's smarter than half a retard for not playing it on camera. I, I, I played it on camera. That's true. He did. But um, hey, I'm, thanks. Thanks, Adeline. It's official. She's no longer Adam's number one fan. Oh, my she's God. Replaced. That fucking girl was hilarious. Been replaced by that other girl on Facebook that literally said some woman commented on Adam's page the other day and said, I had a dream. I cheated on my husband with you last night. We had sex. (laughs) Yeah, she said she dream cheated. She dream cheated. So her her husband was good with it. To be fair, what did she say? To be fair, it was actually that I... I can't remember what she said. She walked in and Adam was masturbating or something. Was that what she said? And then, and then they snuggled or something. Wasn't that what she said? I think it was that, but they made out or some shit like that. That's fucking funny, though. Yeah. Like, so then Adam messages me and Tanner says, I'm no longer the number one fan. Wow. Made my day. So yeah. funny. I don't. I don't know where these people come. Like they just come out of the woodwork, right? Like I. I would hate to be his cell phone because his cell phone has seen some weird shit. Yeah. We talked about it a little fun. bit on Ten Minutes with the Boogeyman today. The the kind of nonsense that gets sent to his phone. He is almost a full time meme now, hey? Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> he he's up in Parksville now, like yeah. full time to the fight. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's coming home. To tell you the truth, I think he's staying. I, I don't like, think he's gonna ever? leave. No, I don't think he's gonna leave. Oh. He's got a little bungalow that's two blocks away from the beach. He goes for his run and then goes and swims in the ocean. Has a little quote unquote ice bath in the ocean because it's cold as fuck. And he's got his meal prep company up there now. He's got riches right there. So he's got a monitor. It's perfect. 
Yeah. Where is this? Parksville, where, where Coach Rich is. Oh, in BC? In BC, yeah. All right. Now, Cam, or Cam, not Cam, I'm going to talk about Cam for a second, but... So, Roman, Cam sent out this wide message yesterday. I don't know if you received it, but it was, uh, I don't know if Luke got it. Did you get it, Luke? Is this long fucking thing. You didn't get it? I got it. But it was this long thing about how Cam was upset that people were talking about these other amateur boxers, but not talking about your story, about how you're going from a coach to, to back and you're going to go compete in the Golden Gloves. Mm-hmm. He wanted to get. You no, sent. I didn't get received this message. You didn't. I'll send it to you. Cause no. it's fucking good. But Cam, Cam was mad. He's mad about it. So we're like, I did know that I'm on this show because of Cam. I do know that. Well, no, well, you know well, not. You, you're you're welcome on the show whenever you want. It's just I can't help it that you're so busy. You don't talk to us anymore. No, I'm well, so, I'm <laughs> it's not that I don't talk. It's just I'm just teasing, man. You're busy. Yeah. You're welcome on the show whenever you want. But Cam did say it. You know, so keep going with what you're saying there, Tanner. So it's really long. I don't really want to read it all because I'm probably going to fuck something up. I I don't read so well. But uh, he sent it to a bunch of people, but it just basically went out to media people saying that you've lost 30 pounds. I'm surprised he, like, you can't disclose what people have lost. That's rude. Let's start start there. Well, to be honest, um, I have been reached out by RD News now, and Red Deer Advocate is wanting to meet up with me later on today. Like, I'm extremely thankful for what Cam has done. I was just comfortable with doing what I was doing every day. Um, there were some reporters that had to come in to do stories on other boxers yeah. that had just recently started with our club, and I was out training with the kids, and Cam was very upset about that. So that's what I knew he was upset. Okay. I knew he was upset, but I didn't know to what extent he went to. And I, like I said, I'm extremely appreciative that he was able to get me on and talk about it. But, yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with that now. Well, <laughs> Brain fart. What, what, is, what, is, what is he trying to achieve? He's just trying to get everybody to, to hear the story? Is that what it is? Is that what he wants? Well... I don't even know. I think he just wants me to talk about it. Um, I guess okay. there's the other everybody else talking about their story, and I haven't really shared mine. And really, my story, like I was mentioning right off the start, is that I'm inspired by the dopamine program. Everyone I work with, there's we have on average probably 22 to tw- uh, 27 people with our class, and it's yeah, you know, a few people in I there, do. yeah. And it these guys are pure inspiration. So I started to look at that and yeah after i came back from my last trip i wanted to really get into shape started training started just trying to do everything proper and yeah that's my story it's nothing i don't know i'm i'm excited for this it is my first time fighting back in radio for in four years i like i mentioned right off the bat i'm gonna leave everything in there i want to show what i have learned and i want to have fun going in there so the kids know that it's always going to be fun, even up to the point where I'm at, at 31 years old. Okay, so you win Golden Gloves next weekend, and then it's this coming weekend? Next weekend. Next weekend. Okay, so you win Golden Gloves next weekend, then what's next? If I win, and if it's... When, when, when you win Golden when Gloves I next win. weekend, what's next? You know, we'll he's take a serious step by step. Work with this. Like, take that he's, this thing that he's going pro. 
No, to be honest, I've thought about that, but no, no. Pro yeah. is a whole different world. No. I, I have so much respect for those pro fighters. Seeing what Cam does, seeing what Ryan does, what uh, Adam does, Steve, like those guys are on a whole different level. Like even just watching Jelena's last fight, it's <laughs> to stay in there for that long, taking punishment, giving punishment, that, that you're a different animal at that point. I, I love what I do when it comes to coaching and helping people break down fights. I'm doing this one just out of pure inspiration. If something happens after, that's great. But one fight at a time for this one. Well, well let's be real. What are you going to fight? Three three-minute rounds in this amateur I, golden gloves? I'm, I'm still novice. Oh, two-minute so, rounds. Yeah, yeah two-minute rounds. So a little bit quicker pace. Yeah, yeah. Like I, would, I like the three minutes because you're, it's more of a thinking game, I find. But the two minutes is high pace. Well, even if you went pro, your first five or six fights are going to be three, four-minute rounds. Mm-hmm. But you, now you're you eliminating up. the headgear, smaller hand. Um, oh, fuck headgear. Smaller Get goal. rid of that anyway. <laughs> no, no. And that's like I'm, headgear is, it depends on the individual. Like, yeah, it just minimize, minimizes cuts. Yes. Protects your ear. I've seen it where people, as soon as you put a headgear on, they le- they assume it's protection on their head, so more head hits. <laughs> they start and then you take shots. that away, and they yeah. move their head a lot more. Like Luke should have wore headgear. Why? I never got caught in sparring. No, but you like to get punched in the face a lot. Yeah, but it doesn't protect you from a concussion. But what Roman just said was that when people get wear the headgear, they get hit, and then when they don't, they start slipping. So maybe you would have started slipping if you had to wear headgear. <laughs> <laughs> I got what you're saying. I was like, so you're going to set something. Well, it's even for like snowboarding. As yeah. soon as I put a helmet on, I it's not as much of a concern for me. Helmet really? off, that's my first concern is my head as soon as I'm going down. See, I, I, I've tried to spar in headgear, and... I'll, I'll like fit his head. No, I have For a giant. Sure. I have a giant mountain. Let's Last start spot. there. But I'll start slipping like four feet over that way because I'm fucking paranoid it's going to catch the headgear. Mm-hmm. And then I'm out of position and my feet are I'm over top of my knee and I'm fucked. And it really depends on what brand you're wearing as well. Some headgear you're a bigger target, much easier to hit. Some yeah. headgear less, and your head's not moving, so you take more of an impact. Yeah, well, I got to order headgear because I'm sick of getting headbutted in the face, tell you the truth. But uh, I'm going to try the winning headgear. It's fucking expensive, though. But you know, everyone who has used it speaks highly of it. It's built for giant heads. Yep. They got the big. Are you going to get the. Are you going to get the cheek or the big. The cheeks. uh, I'm not going to get the bullshit bar in the front. That thing freaks me out. You lose a lot of. visual with that one for sure well i'd be afraid that i get punched by somebody that's gigantic and it end up in lodged in my mouth or some shit no it, i i have um a lonsdale one and it actually as soon as you hit it the, the energy gets absorbed on the side of your head almost really yeah. no thank you I don't but want that. it's a huge one like the way these earmuffs are on me right now it's bigger than that on the sides oh my god like i'll show it to you guys like holy that's shit uh, so you're still on this Lonsdale thing. That's your favorite, right? Honestly, they've. I'm still using the shoes from about six years ago. Yeah. You, you like gotta it. get some box runner shoes. You gotta try those out. I would actually seen those. I want to say I've seen someone wear them already. Ryan, Ryan Ford. Ford. There we go. 
But yeah, they're they're super comfortable and they're really light. Is so their sale still on? Yes, ninety nine bucks. And if you ninety nine bucks, even if the sale's over, you come to me. It's ninety nine bucks. And Canadian company? Nope, they're American. Oh, and so, no issues. I literally had them in two days. They shipped them from California. They were here in two days. Awesome. Yeah. So the it's Mark or Marvin Columbus, who's he's got a real interesting background. Like he's he's a boxing trainer, but he's in the movie business now. He's a movie director or writer, one of the two. I can't remember, or maybe both. But he was also a backup dancer back in the day. Like nice. Ooh. Michael Jackson. Fucking sweet. Well, I'm, I'm going to go on his Instagram because there's a fucking hilarious. I got to show it on here. It's so funny. But, uh, yeah, he, like, fucking the 80s were weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's some weird shit that went on. The weird hairdos. But yeah, there's some weird shit that's going on now. Oh, my God. What isn't going on now? That fucking video your wife sent me about like hip hop things that she tagged me in on Facebook the other day about like Luke, did you do this? Is this you with your hip hop videos? It's like this old lady that teaches hip hop. She's like, hip hop is real, hip hop <laughs> is raw, and she's like doing these breakdowns on these beats, and then somebody's like dubbed in all these like real like hip hop artists and stuff like oh my like God. this, and then at the end they fucking start laughing. Did you see that thing? No, I didn't watch it. I stopped watching a lot of stuff. I don't go on Facebook a lot anymore, to tell you the truth. Me neither, except for my phone blows up, and then it's 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 your wife tagging me in you know fart videos or dance videos or something like that all the time, just trolling me. She's been tagging me in a lot of weird shit lately, actually, to tell you the truth. I'll go look at it for 13 seconds, and then, okay. Uh, whereas, here's the one with Michael Jackson. Here's a picture of him with Michael Jackson. I'm hoping I can get this full screen. Maybe not. Okay, I'm going to put it up, let it focus. But look at the fucking hairdos on these guys. It's not focusing, no, but I can see the hairdos. Holy yeah. fuck. You fucking kidding me? Excuse me, sir. Why? Marvin's got a, a flock of seagulls, I swear to God, hairdo. He's rocking it, though. That was the thing back then. He's doing it. He's doing his thing, that's for sure. I don't We're going to look back and go, the fuck are all these? Yeah, those are ridiculous. <laughs> fuck yeah. Well, he got with uh, the times now and he shaved his head. He's a cool guy, though. I like talking to him. So, guys, box runner shoes, hit him up. Yeah, I swear to God, you won't be sorry. A year ago, I think today, I took a photo and I just popped up on my phone. Uh, Speaking of hair, I fucking that hair bun I had. Oh my god, uh, that was fucking terrible. That would that went with those skinny ass jeans. Uh, yeah, that's why. That's why you have the whole combination on. Now, are we? So talking, we still have a fucked up style. Are we? Are we talking about the braided hair bun? Yep. I remember that because you got it, and then we had to go do boxing. Yeah. We, we did some training, and it was I couldn't stop looking at your fucking stupid hair, dude. The beard was awesome, though. I miss the beard, but I can't have it for the summer. I'm going to take this summer away with the beard. Okay, well, here's a question. Will they let you fight amateur boxing with a beard? No. I didn't think so. You, you have, have to shave. Shaven. Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, I Why? really don't care. Like, Why do you got to be clean shaven? Hygienics. And That's I weird, think possibly man. if there's a cut. Like a high... 
It's so it's weird. very very weird. That is weird. Shirts. Yeah, you wear shirts too. Yeah, also weird. It's, I would like it's a tag top though. It's a yeah. white That's team. like the guys that are fighting right now at the World Muay Thai Championships down in Mexico, yeah. and they got the fucking chest protectors on, pinnies, headgear, shin pads. It's like most of these guys are like A-class fighters, or some of them are pros, and it's like now they're donning shin pads and headgear and stuff like that. It's really weird. Yeah, that but that's weird. that's the rules for the because it's an amateur tournament, right? We you got, you got the best guys in the in 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 the world, and a lot of them are. Are legit could be pros and they're fighting with headgear at the world competition. Well, I know with boxing, an amateur, if it is an international level like boxing with Aiba, there's no headgear anymore. Yeah, Olympic style is no more headgear. But if you in, if you bring a team, say, because this just happened on the weekend, you bring a team in from another country, um, mm-hmm. it's mandatory that you wear headgear unless it's sanctioned by Aiba. Really? Oh, like if you just yeah. did a did, just did a club like a, like a club mm-hmm. tournament with another in, country, like yeah. their best athletes from there, you still have to wear headgear. That's like Caldwell. His his fights always got the headgear on, right? Fight for Canada and like yeah. all these weekend tournaments, so that makes sense then. But then nationals, they didn't fight with them. Mm-hmm. Nationals. Okay. It's got to be confusing for the amateur guys though. Like you get used to one thing and then you got to go do something else. Fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, it changes a lot. Like, even the point system changes. Well, it had changed. It hasn't changed recently, but I remember when they did change, people were <laughs> complaining. Well, hey, I like amateur boxing. It's fun because it's actually nonstop action. That's the thing. Like, um, Cam, and, Cam and I just went and watched uh, Poland versus Canada on the past weekend. Yeah. I didn't see the Lomachenko fight because of it, but that was honestly one of the best events I've been to. Like... It was an evenly matched. Every match was perfect. And where was that at? Um, Edmonton Inn. Okay. Here's an Edmonton match. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, I was going to ask you about the Lomachenko fight, but you didn't watch it. I haven't seen any of it yet. Like, I've seen the highlights. I've seen the body shot. I've seen the drop, but nothing as far as the footwork or any anything else. Did you watch so the Brian Ford fight? No, not this past weekend, no. no. It's on YouTube. Training. It's on the it's on the tube. It? You can watch it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that one will be easier to find probably than the Lomachenko fight, not unless you recorded it. Nope. Well, you might be up Shit's Creek then. I literally just deleted it yesterday. Did you? And I know that this weekend that they're having um, Endo Stevenson versus Bedou Jack. And <sighs> Fuck. Who cares? Something Diaz versus Easter oh. Junior. Oh, I'm going to watch the Adonis Stevenson fight so I can talk shit about him. The Jack, I think, takes this one. I hope so, man. Like, Adonis Stevenson's been doing weird shit for fucking so many years now, ducking people and not, not taking the fights he's supposed to be taking. And he was all weird on Sports Center too, with his fucking, he stole my jacket. I can't even wear that jacket anymore. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, can't wear it. It's embarrassing. I didn't even see it, his uh, Sports Center thing. Yeah, he was uh, oh sorry, well, well what's sports center? TSN. That's the, that's what he was on. Did a little interview there, but he's a real awkward guy. Like he's had a weird. He laughs like Jet. Like, oh no, really? Yeah, it's bad. That real awkward laugh. <laughs> he's the same kind of person as Jet. He's just super awkward. But hopefully, hopefully Jack punches him out. That'd be nice. Yeah, I think Jack's gonna take that one for sure. 
I don't know if there's any other big fights coming up other than that, really. Well, I know Shannon Briggs and Tyson Fury agreed to fight. Really? Yeah, that's fun. That's gonna be an inter- that'll be a fun fight. I think the lead up to the fight's here. better than the fight. Oh, oh yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I agree on that for sure. Those two guys are gonna just be shit talking each other nonstop I'm a on Fury social fan. media. I'm rooting for that guy. That guy, he went through shit, and I hope he makes it out. He's lost a hundred pounds. I know. And man, like for him to be public about his mental health and continue going forward with that and be strong with that, man, that that's courage in my opinion. He he's doing such a great job. Yeah. I like him. I think he's the the highest skilled heavyweight that the that boxing has right now, actually, to tell you the truth. And he moves so nice. Like for his size, he moves. He he, he dances. But he moves he moves nice. For anybody's size, that's the thing, right? Like you say, you say for as a heavyweight, but he he moves it's good, true. like just like like really good. I've been watching, yeah, I've been following him for the last few years, and his progress lately, it's good. Like even at three hundred and fifty pounds, when he first started coming back and training, he moved better than everybody else then. Was- yeah, that video of him with his coach hitting those rubber noodles and slipping and moving and. Tiptoe dancing around and like ha ha ha. It was crazy. He's having fun too. Yeah. Like you can oh, see yeah. he's enjoying his moment there. Well, now his wife's attracted to him again now too, right? So she's got bad looking lady either. You know, she's she's, no. she's on all the videos with him all the time. I'm thinking, dang. Oh man, he sang to her at that one fight. Well, that was yeah. fucking terrible. <laughs> well, it's not that's not do that again. That's when I shut the Instagram off. I don't even skip the video. He starts singing. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Shutting it off. Right, he's Instagram's over for the day. He's got a gaggle of kids, too. I think he's got four kids, something like that. Four or five kids. <laughs> Fucking shit ton. He's doing stuff over there, but Jesus. I, he's fighting soon. I know that. I think it's in a couple of weeks. He's got to fight. Yeah. Oh, self with somebody else? Yeah, not not with uh, Shannon no. Briggs. He's got a warm up fight to get him back in the swing of things, but that's uh, feel bad for whoever that individual mm-hmm. is, right? It's terrible. But I do keep hearing that uh, what is it? Joshua Wilder is getting close to being made. It's mm. too much money on the line for that fight. And oh, Wilder wants half TV. of it, right? Yeah, but I don't. I know Wilder is a dangerous opponent. I I know that, but Joshua's just smart. Oh, I think Joshua gets punched out. You think Joshua's going to get punched out? Oh, I think he gets laid cold. What? Why am I the only one that sees so differently? Give me, give I me feel... facts where Deontay Wilder hasn't. He's or Joshua has been dropped by Klitschko, one of the hardest punchers in the heavyweight division, and he got up and continued to box and win. What's his name? Um, Do you think Klitschko punches harder than Deontay Wilder? Deontay Wilder has heavy hands. I'm not going to take that away from him, and especially in he's can, has he can carry that heavy hands into later rounds. But I don't think he just has the the ring intelligence. Forty and oh, 39 knockouts. Uh, I think. Look he, at the Cuban. Look at that last Cuban he fought. Uh, the Cuban he just fought recently. He showed a lot of weaknesses in his game, and all he had to do was actually, if he was younger, he could have probably been a different scenario. What was that one you're talking about where he literally put his hands down and hit him from halfway across? No, that one. Fucking around. I'm like, what the hell? Man? That one's like, the uh, the guy from Haiti. Oh, I know who you're talking about. It was, it was a good. It, well, who did he fight? What was his name? God damn it. 
Which one, the Cuban or the other guy prior to? The last that fight that Wilder fought because it was he's fought a southpaw. Yeah, he fought a Cuban. Um, he's good too. God damn it, I like him. I can't remember his name now. He's Ortiz. top though. He's number five. Yeah, Luis Ortiz. Ortiz. I was yeah. gonna say like, that, that's who I was thinking the whole time, but I thought then it was somebody else. Luis Ortiz, he ain't no joke. No, and he showed a lot of flaws in his game. Yeah, I believe Joshua, to his age, would do better. And Fury. Fury would just have fun with him, but the heavy hands on Wilder. I think Fury beats all of them, tell you the truth. Yeah, so so do I. Once he gets these couple fights under his belt and he gets back his confidence to where back. he's there, I don't think he need, He doesn't even need any more confidence. He just needs to dust that ring rust off and make sure for sure he's still got it. But guaranteed he's sparring and everything already and lighting people up. It probably feels great, and that's why he's showing some of this other yeah. stuff, in my opinion. But, I mean, he... Yeah, I think I think he becomes the thing is with him too is I mean these other guys like you got Wilder who's making waves and stuff like that and people want to tune in because he says some crazy shit. Joshua's got the UK backing and people love him, but he's kind of boring, you know. And then and then you got Fury who's just going to you know ignite everything. He boxes so good, he hits hard, he finishes people. And he's fun to watch. He is. Like, yeah. He's fun to tune into and see what kind of crazy shit he's going to talk about or do. And that's the thing is that boxing needs some more people that that bring all the fans back in. They don't need more. They just – because the, there's always going to be a few that bring in all the people, I think. There's always a guy. I, there's always yeah. a guy. Like Always. Even now that Mayweather's out, Matt Mayweather's getting a lot more respect, him being out of the ring than he was when he was in. Like everyone's actually looking back and be like, fuck, he moved nice. He moved elegantly. Like he slipped. He saw shit before anyone else could throw it. Like he was good. Well, he's got a he's got a style where you actually have to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. If you don't appreciate it, then it's boring. He's got great footwork. He's never out of place. And he's got the best defense of all time. And see, that's going to work for him. Now, going back to his style, like especially with Lomachenko, everyone's going to be trying to train to be a Lomachenko. Well, you can't be a Lomachenko. No, you can't. Lomachenko's that way because he danced. He, His dad made him do other things prior to boxing. You can't be a Floyd Mayweather because his surroundings made him that way. His father, his uncle made him that way. You can't well, that, be a Pacquiao. That's the thing with all these guys. You can't be anybody. No, that's, just, that's with anything. People are always trying to copy who somebody is instead of just being them damn selves and then just going yeah. out and making that the best they can. Yeah, adapt the idea of something like moving like that. Absolutely. But don't try to mimic it. Like, I will never try to move like a Lomachenko, but I will try to adapt some of his southpaw tactics. Absolutely. 100% just makes sense. Mm-hmm. But realistically, for you at 167 pounds to be bouncing around like a 126 pounder doesn't make sense. Makes zero sense. But there's, like, you have good footwork. You're not out of place. You don't cross your feet. You don't do dumb shit. No. Took years to do that. Which is good. <laughs> like, I still do those footwork drills that I used to do with you every day. And even in this training camp for myself, I do those footwork drills. It, there's no time in training. I don't think you can ever go wrong by doing just the basics, going back to the basics. You, you can never go wrong doing that. But here's the fights in the heavyweight division that I want to see. I want to see Luis Ortiz versus Joseph Parker. Yep. That's a good fight. Where obviously everybody wants to see Wilder versus versus Joshua. But that's just There's a choice. 
the it's the logical fight that needs to happen. Either one guy walks away with all the belts. That's what's going to happen. One guy walks away with all of them. Then we have an undisputed champion. I want to see I'm Tyson sure compete him and win everything. I want to see Tyson Fury versus Shannon Briggs, and then I want to see Tyson Fury take on the winner of Joe of uh, or uh, what's his nuts and the other idiot, um, Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua. I'm just looking up this new heavyweight I started to follow, Joyce. Joyce. Yeah. His first name is Joyce. His last name. My internet doesn't work here for some reason. Hmm. He's one of. Um, Isamel Salsa's guys. I don't know if he's a cruiserweight or a heavyweight, but he, I feel he's going to be a big uh, top contender in the heavyweight or a cruiserweight division, wherever which one he is, but he's a big boy. Who's that guy that just fought a couple weeks ago? Big black dude, big baby or whatever they're calling him. What the hell's his name? He's good. He, he, called, out Parker, uh, he called out Joshua and Wilder. I think that's him. That's the same guy. I think he moves good, but he he's a stocky, like he's a three hundred pound heavyweight. Like he's big. Yeah, yeah. He, he's but not he moves a, nice. He's not a specimen by any means. He's got some glaring holes in his game. Oh yeah, he's still young. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he moves. He moves real well for a three hundred pound guy. He's bouncing around and they're good. So he was fun to watch. I think he decisioned his last fight. He won by decision. I think so. Yeah. No, he, the guy I'm talking about, he knocked his guy out. Mm. I'll have to send him to you guys. I forget what his name is. He's a big black dude. This one, because um, Parker's the guy from New Zealand, but yes. this guy almost looks like Parker without all the tattoos. Oh, different guy then. I don't okay. know who the fuck you're talking about. I'll send him to you once I find out who it is. Perfect. I like to, I like to find new guys. That sounds gay. No, but yeah. it, it, that's the cool yeah, thing about boxing is you'll you'll find these new boxers like <laughs> even for Cam like guys are started paying attention to him at like ten fights they're going to be following him for the next five six yeah. years like, that's oh, yeah. the cool thing. You say gay stuff. He's like that's the thing with boxing. Oh, and fuck. I'm like, I didn't catch that. What's going on? <laughs> um, speaking of Cam though, we asked Cam who he wants to fight. He's been off for a little while. He couldn't give us anybody. He's like, I got to find somebody because you guys will make shit happen, which we said, sure. I've asked him again. He doesn't know. You're his coach or one of them. Who the fuck can Cam fight? Who who should we start getting? We don't want to just call out the whole top 10 people in Canada. I'm, I'll do it. I'm I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm going to leave that you, for coach. Who do you want to see Cam <laughs> fight? Then? That's not a call out. That's not a disrespectful thing. I know you're a classy guy. You don't like to talk a bunch of shit. Who do you see as a potential opponent for Cam that would be good for Cam to get back in there and 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 compete again. Somebody that's going to move him up a spot. Obviously, like he said Tony, yeah. but obviously Tony's not going to fight him no. anytime soon again. There's nothing for Tony. Cam knows that. He was just saying more that like Tony Tony um, hasn't fought for a while, and at least he knows Cam will come to fight, and there you go. But... At the end of the day, I don't think Tony needs just a payday, you know, like just just a fight for 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 just for the sake of fighting. So who who do you want to see Cam competing against? You know, there was one guy who called himself the best light heavy or lightweight guy in Tyson Cave. No, not him. I don't know who that guy is to be honest. He called Cam. But he was at the Calgary show. 
And he oh. was when Sab Judah was right beside him. He was like, "I'm the best one." It's just like, Sab Judah's right there. Jesse Arnett. Is that who it is? Yeah, that was Jesse Arnett. That fight can't even happen. That's the guy that fought Brian, huh? He fought Brian. Yeah, that guy. No. Yeah, he no, he never happened. He said one boxing fight against Brian. Yeah, Cam will fucking murder that guy. Here, well, let's be realistic. Cam's one, one, and one in his last three fights. He's got a win. He's got a loss. Or, yeah, he's, he's got a loss, a win, loss. Yeah, loss, win, loss. Realistically, getting a fight, like getting a rematch with Tony Lewis, that ain't gonna happen. Getting a rematch with G Time, that ain't gonna happen. No. Um, even though he, I know he wants them. Uh, I know that a lot of people in boxing look down on the Canadian titles. I don't understand why. I think Cam should contend for a Canadian title. I think that should be his next fight. You know, and I'm with you. I think it should be a Canadian title. I don't know who the opponent should be, but I know there has been numerous talks on trying to get a Canadian title for Cam. I think it should happen. The NCC belt. Let's do it. Let's make that happen. So, and that's the thing. I I believe one of these organizers should just finally allow it to happen. I don't know why they continue to fall through. Like the guy has proven time and time again, he deserves a belt. Like he is. He's gone to other people's backyards to fight. He's moved up in weight class to fight. Um, He has actually had some really good offers come through, but they just come short notice. Yeah. Like extremely short notice. So. Well, here's the thing is, like these Canadian titles, there are titles. They're titles, and we're shitting on them. Like, we've got these fucking guys out there. What the hell's that guy's name from Ontario? I can't remember his name now. He's a Canadian champion. He, uh, damn it, I called him out for Cam like a year ago. Fuck's his name. He was at a higher weight class, so I think he's at one forty or something like that. And, and see, that's the unfortunate thing is we pay attention to every other type of title that's outside of Canada's borders when we have we show no appreciation to our current title holders and then our anyone who is in the boxing scene in Canada doesn't look at it they want to look elsewhere because that's where they get the recognition I'd love to have a Canadian title it'd be awesome mm-hmm. right. I, I think that's I think that's what his next fight should be a Canadian title I don't know if KO boxing is willing to put that on um, I know Lee Baxter promotions probably do it uh the cpbc has a uh we even have a page promotions out here in saskatchewan oh really they're affiliated with the cpbc uh he dennis page has got a card coming up here i think pretty soon july or something like that so it might might be an option but i do know he's under contract with ko boxing so i'd have to go through them but i'd like to see him compete for canadian title i'd like to see him compete here in the next month or so like in june at least June or July. Like said he's ready to rumble. Oh, he is. Like he is and he's back to having fun. Like I know I brought up the fun, but I I strongly believe when you have fun with what you do as a profession, you're incredibly tough. You're you're unstoppable. You have your confidence. You have to, man. I mean, yeah. you can't if you hate what you do, you're grinding it out every day. Like I mean, I'll talk to the champions, all this stuff, but at the end of the day, the top things are yeah, passion for what you do, and I mean, having fun and all that stuff. You, yeah, you got to have discipline and all that. That's early on, man. That's not. You need to be excited to do it. And you see so many people that have all the skills in the world to compete in whatever sport they do, 
but ultimately they're not passionate about it and that's why they're never going to be a champion or, or or world champion because they really don't have what it takes to be there and now that floyd mayweather has left the pro scenes now nobody really looks at the the zero on the losses like boxing back in even the 80s the top contenders had losses on them like yeah and we still va- had high respects and we valued them yeah he glorified the zero yeah yeah mayweather glorified the zero and triple g right now with the zero absolutely but when you look at for instance lomachenko this past weekend he has a loss he just got dropped his ratings did not drop if anything they've increased because now he looks more human yeah uh, george Linares. what 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 weight class is cam lightweight lightweight i thought so mm-hmm. uh Mikey garcia started following him did he good for him yeah we like that uh, mikey garcia i like him man he's he's a good fighter intelligent fighter well it's cam's number six and uh, it was Steve Wilcox, I think. Is that name that's right, about? Yeah, that's Steve who it was. Yeah, Steve Wilcox, and uh, he turned. He didn't want to fight Cam. He's a he's a Canadian champion though. The current one right now? Not in the one forty division. I believe the weight class up more than forty seven would be the next one up, right? Super lightweight. If I'm, I might be I wrong. I'm. I haven't paid attention to that one. I want to say no. Super lightweight would be 140, wouldn't it? What's Cam fighting at? Lightweight. Well, that's you. Let uh, super lightweight Ulysses Junior is number one. Steve Claggett's number two, which does, doesn't make any sense. For Canada? Yeah, that Who doesn't make him? any sense. Steve, Steve just beat him. Steve Who beat, beat him. No, no, who's number one though? Ulysses. Steve just beat him. Yeah. And then Matthew Germain's number three. Steve Wilcox is number five. But this is 140. Robbie Cuisine, Mike McDonald or Mike McWilliams. So what's Cam fighting now? 130 something? 135. 135. Yeah. Fuck 135, small. 137. I know, man. I can't imagine being that small. Good for him. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who the champion is at that weight class. I believe it's Steve Wilcox in Canada. So at uh, at that higher weight class. But uh, 35, Tony Lewis is number one. He's That guy's world-class. Mm-hmm. That guy's not fucking around. But Josh O'Reilly would be a good fight, probably. I'm not familiar with him. Undefeated, 12-0, and 0, five, five knockout wins. Ranked number two in Canada, he's 27. Mm. Uh, he is the, inter, uh, the IBA Intercontinental Lightweight champion Maybe not a bad fight but we can get the fuck out of here today we're up on an hour already that went by really fast roman you talk too much like uncle oh, thanks guys <laughs> thanks for having me on here though well before we cut off because tomorrow is uh i'm going out tomorrow night so uh <laughs> i picked up a nice pair of stance socks for this week's sock of the week stance socks we got some sharks Cause I'm feeling a little frisky, and I'm going out tomorrow night. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna attack somebody with my sock video tomorrow night. So there you attack go. Attack with socks. Attack with socks. You got it. Stance socks. They're the best socks in the business. Even even the Duke can fucking appreciate them now. Yeah. 
Well, who else we have? We had uh, Buds and Leaves, www.budsandleaves.com or Buds and Leaves uh, on Instagram. We had the Box Runner Shoes. Get your Box Runners. Order, order the shit out of those. I think it's www.boxrunner.com or something like that. But you can order them. Roman, you need to get some Box Runners. I will actually look into those. Perfect. Because you can get the but, lower, uh, you can get the low cut ones too. Oh no, I'd go high tops. Then we got audibletrial.com forward slash spice. You get two free ebooks and a 30 day subscription to Audible Trial. Head on over there. Roman, uh, take us away. Play us a ditty on the way out of here. Come on, get in there. All right, guys, we'll check you next week with uh, who knows. We'll fucking find somebody. Peace. Good to see you, Tanner. You too, buddy. See ya.